Hello, welcome to the show. I'm here with David Dirks, and uh, we're ready to go. I think. Do you know last time when, we, when I was doing that, shouting <laughs> David Dirks, you wet your mouth. Yeah, the next throat. day my throat was really sore. We should have used your pseudonyms from the start. I think it's more freeing, isn't it? Su- yeah. What would your pseudonym be? I don't know. Pseudonym. <laughs> Hello, I'm pseudonym. Hi, pseudonym. David Dirks. What's um, your nom de plume? I'll think of one for maybe next episode. Right. I've got that book of unfortunate surnames, yeah. but I've always said if I go for that book, if I reach for it, we've run out of ideas. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, over. Turn the mic off. But maybe later in the show, we can have a yeah. look at that. Um, what I did want to play with you, play with you. <laughs> I should have to play with me. What I did want to show you was, um, do you remember a while back I was looking for some stand-up that Jim Davison did about Big Break uh, and, uh, right. and John Berger and stuff? Maybe. And I never got hold of it. Yeah. But I went on his website. You found it. <laughs> Basically... <laughs> He's got this website called Ustream. Ah, uh, yes. For like comedians of a certain ilk. Like I don't know what, fake not, YouTube. I don't know what the U stands for. People who've been kicked off YouTube. Urine. Urine. <laughs> um, anyway, he's got this Netflix of comedy for his type of comedian. Yeah. And uh, it's a fiver. But I couldn't bring myself to pay. I just couldn't. I'm not well, giving no, Jim Davis some money. That's fair enough. But he's, but I watched the trailer for his latest um, show to right. see if there was any bits about Big Break I could just right. siphon. And I was met with this trailer. Quite odd. I thought I'd play it to you. All right. See the master of comedy, Jim Davidson, at his unique and hilarious best on stage, celebrating 25 years in show business. With 60 tons of staging equipment, a live band and backing singers, the stars, record-breaking Silver Jubilee is a show like no other. Filmed in front of a sellout crowd at the Edinburgh Playhouse, Jim proves just why he wears the crown as comedy king with a rip-roaring routine that sees him covering subjects as divers as foreplay, Tony Blair, and the Pope. Watch Jim Davidson's Silver Jubilee now, exclusively on Ustream.com. That's bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Makes me feel a bit shivery just thinking about that show. Um, horrible. Diverse topics. Diverse topics! Not, not as diverse as his audience, I imagine. Well, yeah. <laughs> the Pope! <laughs> Tony Blair! I like the way he says Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Jim Davidson. Is that, is that Jim Davidson doing his own? I was wondering that. Like I doubt it. But it is a bit. It is a bit silly. It's someone doing an American accent. Usually, when you come on stage, if you're touring solo, you do it. You do yeah, the yeah. voiceover, but yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it is. I think it is him doing a silly, silly American, American accent. accent. Jim Davidson. Edinburgh. I am the voiceover of Jim Davidson. <laughs> To be clear, I am not Jim Davidson. I am just his voiceover. Definitely not Jim. <laughs> Definitely not Jim Davidson for tax purposes. <laughs> I'm on the payroll. I have got him on the payroll because I am the voiceover. I work from Edinburgh down to Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be quite a good ruse. Yeah, got him on the payroll. He's a yeah. different guy. Tax deductible. It's- Dim, Dim Javinson. I'm Dim. Dim. My name's Dim Javinson. I'm on the payroll, you boobs. <laughs> I'm on the payroll. He's in the payroll. Dim I reckon that joke about Tony Burr and the Pope must be him kissing his ring. I think it's one joke. Well, it's a hack joke, isn't it, about kissing the... Uh, the Pope's ring. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. I don't know. You know what you know what Jim Davison's like. Yeah, yeah. You know you know what Tony Blair's like. You know what he's like. <laughs> he loves kissing the Pope's ring. I was scared of Tony Blair as a kid. Oh yeah. But when he first came on the scene, you know, because they had that demonised um, oh, yeah. picture in the press all the time. Yeah. And I was like, well, who's that bloke? Who's that scary man? They know they weren't his real eyes. Were they not? <laughs> um, well, you know, very prescient to be afraid of him. What do you mean? We turned out to be oh. right wrong, and didn't we? Well, yeah, maybe I was right. Yeah. One of the many things I was scared of. Who else are you scared of? I was scared of uh, Watsits as a child. <laughs> <laughs> for the That's record, a... Watsits are totally innocent. Well, I'll tell you for why. Um, you see someone choke on one? No, what happened was, I can't remember what year it was, maybe 95. 
Let's go with 95. Let's go with 95. And um, right. it was in the news that someone had found glass in Watsits. Yeah. And my mum said, just be careful with Watsits, right? Because <laughs> there might be glass in it. And there was like a recall and stuff. Yeah. But like for years, the Watsits were everywhere in the 90s, weren't they? I was really careful and I was letting them. I was like one by Yeah, one by one, letting them just gently melt into my mouth. And I honestly did it for years. Like, yeah. This is the funny bit, because I looked it up recently, and it wasn't what's it is. It was cheese and your walkers. <laughs> and you've been scoffing yeah. them. <laughs> I've been slicing my mouth over them. Oh. But yeah, so the whole sort of what's it melting. It's funny that thing. you think the glass would be inside the what's it. I, well, like, when not, you were a kid. You know what I mean? Not, not in the bag. <laughs> Someone carefully put inside it. the what's it. Yeah, true. You fool. You, you've wasted your life <laughs> sucking, sucking on, on what's it <laughs> oh you idiot do you remember it in the news ah uh, yes the great what's it scandal of 95 <laughs> no, no <I> don't <laughs> ah the great what's it scandal of 95 your, well your mum made it up because it wasn't what's it was it, it was a... yes yeah, I think either I got it wrong or she got it wrong or misremembered it something's yeah, happened there between you ah the great what's it scandal of 95 this is the news in 1995. Glass, Glass found in Watsits. Not in the bag, actually inside the crisps. <laughs> so be careful. Make sure you suck them. Make sure you melt them on your mouth. See you next time. Don't have nightmares. Um, what else has been happening in my life? I watched um, <clears throat> a snooker documentary about uh. Doug Mountjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> It just is. Is it? Yeah. It's on the iPlayer, it's worth a watch. Okay. But something I noticed on it. So basically he was a top player in the seventies. Yeah. And then when the boom of fifty years ago. Yeah, when the boom of Snooker came in the eighties, he dropped out of the yeah, top sixteen. But then he had this mad comeback in the late eighties where he mm. won back to back tournaments and he put it down to this guy called Frank Callan. Right. Who was um a coach. He coached quite a lot of players. And uh, they've got a clip of Frank, and Frank's voice is a bit like the sort of generic Northern voice you do. Right. <laughs> it just made me laugh. It just made me think of you. I'll play you that. All right. And for a split second of eternity, Frank Callan somehow turned Doug's game around. My basics are hands and eyes, and I think... Your bridge hand is important. Without a good bridge hand, you can't play the game. One thing that's neglected in all is the importance of your backhand. And that is what does all the work at Snooker. Your backhand. Got in practice. Isn't it just a bit a bit like your northern voice? Hey, my basics, yeah. <laughs> my um, basics are hands. Hands, eyes, cues, long arms, balls, <laughs> pockets, <laughs> table. <laughs> If you don't have those, you can't play snooker. Massive long arms, so you don't need a vest. <laughs> um, but yeah, it sounds a bit like your northern voice. Chalky fingertips. Chalky chokes. Um, yeah, it does a bit. It sounds I, like a fake northern accent. It does sound like a fake northern accent. Do you know, nah, what, it, do you know what it reminds me a bit of? Um, yeah. When we booked that ho- that villa in Spain in the middle of nowhere, yeah. loads of us went up, Yeah. and it had said ping pong in oh, the... Yeah. Uh, in the advert, yeah, oh, it was a beautiful set, and everyone was like, "Where's the ping pong table?" Didn't that what? And you would, all all weekend you were doing these like fake calls to the to the villa owner, the yeah. Spanish villa owner, going, "Hey, pal, <laughs> hey, pal, we're having a lovely chat. Where's but, ping? Pong? Where's ping pong, pal? Where's <laughs> ping pong?" Yeah, it was like, that. you know, beautiful setting with the Pyrenees Mountains. Hey, pal, we, we can't enjoy ourselves without ping pong. Also, do you remember? Do you remember when we got there to that villa? And we didn't have any supplies. Seven years ago, that. Do you remember? It was, uh, it was we sort of drove there from the airport, yeah. and we didn't have any supplies. And you said, "Oh, well, I'll go in the car and look for like some booze in a restaurant." Like, yeah. there's well, all, there yeah, always like little towns. Yeah. So you drove off with Snooker Wife. Yeah. Something funny happened. Can you remember what it was? No. So you, you got to this like little one horse. Oh yeah. Town. <laughs> she she went into a yeah. bar and then she didn't come out for like forty minutes. And then you looked through. What was happening? She was just sitting there having a beer. No, no. You don't remember? No. So yeah, you, that happened. She, you sent her in to sort of yeah. sweet talk the rest on to her yeah. while you waited outside, and you were like, "Oh, where is she?" And you looked through the window, and she was sat there, and he was dangling meat into her <laughs> mouth. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, feeding her ham off. Of her. I was like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> but it's just funny that he was like, "Oh, you wait outside. I'll see to this young lady." Yeah. I, I can't I remember. I'd Kate. forgotten that. I thought she just was having a beer in there. Yeah. Also, there was these pl- yellow. Like tufty plants, and you pit one up, put it on your head, and said, "This is where they grow Donald Trump's hair." 
<laughs> I do not remember that. <laughs> it's like I'm documenting it. You know, just kidding. Venue vitriol. If you can come down to the crucible and watch snooker, you will feel so prolonged. And you can say, I was there. I did. And I don't even like snooker. Right, let's do some venue vitriol. Yeah! Um, so we had some sent in from listeners, which was amazing. Oh, have we? But I'm not going to use those. I had some. Li- <laughs> I'm not going to use them because of shit. <laughs> we will get to those. But uh, I, I've got some lined up already for this one, which I thought were good. So yeah. we'll get, might as well get through these first. But um, this first one is. Well, there's a place in Canada called Dildo, the town of Dildo. Ah, yeah. Which drew my attention. Yes. <laughs> and this couple have been to a lovely inn in the town of Dildo. Yes. And. Uh, it's just the line at the end really gets me. But you can read the whole thing. Okay. Lovely inn in Dildo. In inn. <laughs> we have been travelling for one month all round Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Is that that's how you say it, right? Newfoundland, I New, think. I say Newfoundland. I say Newfoundland, doesn't mean anymore. Newfoundland. Yes. Newfoundland. Whatever. Whatever. We've been travelling for one month around Newfoundland. Today, I can't say that. We've been travelling for one month around Newfoundland, staying in some lovely places, but we absolutely fell in love with the inn and the surrounding area of Dildo. <laughs> we were disappointed that the restaurant is closed for the season, but just down the road we discovered Dildo Brewery and Restaurant. Our room was magnificent. Beautifully clean and modern with a jacuzzi and an absolutely wonderful view from our patio and room. We would definitely go back there in a heartbeat and would also recommend our friends and family to Dildo Inn. <laughs> That's just it. You can stop there. Oh, I recommend <laughs> all my, fran- my friends to Dildo Inn. Hey, Mum, have you tried Dildo Inn? <laughs> Dildo Inn. <laughs> it's great. I like to Dildo in, out, in, out, shake it all about. Um... Do you think they wrote that last line as a joke? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I don't think so. Maybe, yeah. Dildo. It does sound nice, the Dildo Brewery. <laughs> dildo it. Would you recommend no, dildo? dildo Brewery. Dildo Brewery. It's got a jacuzzi. It's got a jacuzzi. It's got a jacuzzi. Do you want to do another one? Yeah. Oh, shall I tell you where it is? I can figure it out. You, let me tell you where it is. Oh, actually, it doesn't actually say, but this is a market in Merseyside, so it's somewhere in Liverpool. Um, Not I necessarily, it, it could be in St. Helens. Well, it could be, couldn't it? Probably is by the state. Oh, the Wirral. <clears throat> Market let down, cowboy traders. There are some poor traders selling mutton dresser as lamb, <laughs> stewing beef as sirloin ect. If you avoid these rouges, there are some nice bargains to be had. We will not return after buying beefsteak that was stinking when package opened on our return home. Had to dispose of in bin. A waste of my time and hard earned money. <laughs> a waste of my time. This is a waste of my time. <laughs> With. It does sound like it's written by a French person. Do it they French, put, If you. There are some poor traders selling mutton dresser as lamb, stewing beef as sterloin. Act. If you avoid this rouge. We are some nice bargains to be had. The package was stinking on our return home. Had to dispose of in being a waste of my time. Um, Beef was stinking. This is another one. This is from the Britannia Manchester Hotel. Oh. Now, Britannia Hotel is notoriously bad, oh, especially ter- t- terrible. Yeah. Tripadvisor, you just uh, you just know it's bad. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Tripadvisor, you just know it's bad. <laughs> What I meant to say was, if it's got a zero weight on TripAdvisor, you know it's bad. Yes. Just, anyway, just fucking read it. Well, fucking read it, dickhead. What, what accent are you going to use? Don't know. Northern. Um, to do. Can't do if you want. Worst place I've ever stayed in my entire life. Firstly, the room 545 cost me £95. It was dirty and had a loud generator noise buzzing throughout the night. Buzzing. Unfortunately, my boyfriend had gone to sleep. Otherwise, I would have called reception and asked to be moved. However, at this time, it was 2.30am. After another hour trying to go to sleep, I was looking to find a plug socket near the bed so I could listen to my music on my phone and found what I can only describe as a prostitute's goodie bag. A large plastic bag that had two large dildos in it, a vibrator, lots of flavoured condoms, lubes, all disgustingly used. Ugh. Disgustingly used. Two large dildos. I looked under the bed. 
you know what I found? What? Yeah, I would describe it as a prostitute's party bag. <laughs> I've been messing about with text-to-speech again. I signed up to this new <laughs> website. Oh, I told you about that. It's, uh, I've signed up to a new one, and it's a bit more advanced. They've got yeah. some na- more natural-sounding voices. Yeah. And hundreds of different types to choose from. Yeah. So I put that through it, that review. Do you, yeah. want to, you want to hear what it came out with? Yeah. Soft flavoured condoms, two large dildos, a vibrator. And lots of flavoured oh, condoms, two large dildos, 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 a vibrator. And lots of flavoured condoms, two large dildos, a vibrator. And lots of flavoured condoms, two large dildos, a vibrator. And lots of flavoured condoms, two large dildos, a vibrator. And lots of flavoured condoms, two large dildos, a vibrator. And lots of flavoured condoms. It's good, isn't it? Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Two large dildos. It doesn't say dildos, it says dial... dial... Dildolians. <laughs> Two large dandelions. <laughs> Can only be described as... Two large dildos. Uh, prostitutes goodie bag. Two large dildos. <laughs> Two large dildos. D- oh, I've got to what? stop doing that. It really hurts my... Do you remember the artist Dido? What happened to her? Two large dildos. <laughs> yeah. Disappeared up on her nose. <laughs> Do you know what? I found an old video of you. Oh, here we go. Um, on a balcony. And you were looking down on the street in, yeah. in Liverpool. Yeah. And you were doing... An art from our flat. Yeah, and you were doing like a social commentary. Mm-hmm. But you were doing an impression of... Um, Brian Cox. Brian Cox. Yeah. But it was basically Adam Buxton's impression of Brian Cox. <laughs> but it was really funny. And I thought it would quite, work quite well for these... Uh, Reviews doing Brian Cox's. Voice. Can I see the video? So I can remind myself. I haven't got, got it to hand, no. but uh, I reckon that dildo one would work quite well in the voice of uh, Brian Cox. Oh. I can add a bit of uh, spacey sort of atmosphere music if you like to get you in the mood. Okay. After another hour trying to go to sleep. I was looking to find a plug socket near the bed so I could listen to my music on my phone and found what I can only describe as a really massive and great big prostitute's goodie bag. <laughs> a large plastic bag that had two enormous dildos in it, a vibrator, loads of flavoured condoms, lubes all disgustingly used. Imagine a bag as big as the universe. Two large dildos and a vibrator in the middle. Lots of flavoured condoms spaced around the edge. <laughs> it's in a really massive dildo. Bigger than, bigger than that. Bigger than bigger. that. Bigger. Bigger than that. Imagine, oh. imagine a plastic bag as big as a galaxy. Um, on the last episode, you actually prepared something, which was nice. Yeah, I've not done that this time. Although, even then, you didn't prepare Yeah, that's true. It was AI. Yeah. And I've, I've been messing about with AI quite a lot. Because Snooker Wife's got a more advanced version. Yeah. And you can, you can put in prompts, and it's a bit more technical. Yeah. And uh, I asked it to write me a story about a man who can heal horses and snooker players. <laughs> so I thought you could read that out. Okay. Peter had always been good with animals. As a child, he loved going to the stables and spending time with the horses. 
He would talk to them, and often they would seem to respond in kind. By talking to him. (laughs) It was only later in life that Peter realised he had a special gift. He could heal horses simply by using the power of his mind. Any sick horse would just ring him up and ask to be healed, and Peter would shout, Heal! down the phone, and sure enough, the horse would be cured instantly. Peter's skills soon began to attract attention from around the world. (laughs) Not just horses, but snooker players too were coming to him for help. He would sit in the audience at their matches and shout things like, Potheel! or Screw your mind! (laughs) And sure enough, the players always won. (laughs) <laughs> the media started calling Peter the Miracle Man, and everyone everyone wanted to know how he did it. But Peter refused to reveal his secret. He liked being known as the Miracle Man, and he enjoyed seeing the look of astonishment on people's faces when they found out he could heal anything with just his mind. It's good, though, isn't it? Is that really written by... Yeah, genuinely was. I mean, but this is like... Um, it's a lot different to ChatGPT. Well, it is, it's based on ChatGTP, but it's like... It helps you like put in fonts and things you want it to include. Yeah. It's not just like like me this. Yeah, yeah. So I can put in like Peter uh, Snooker. Like, is it like a prompt engineering yeah. thing? You have to yeah. pay for it. It's not yeah. just like free for anybody. Yeah. But, but we'll we'll do that again because that's quite funny. Right. So we do some vlogging spot. Yeah. Do you remember the guy from last episode? No. He was kept reminding us what the vlog was oh, about, yeah, yeah. and we were unsure whether Your it was barbecue. like a parody or whether yeah, it was serious. Yeah. Well, I've got another one from him, <laughs> yeah. and um, I think he is serious because he's gone to quite a lot of like big events and things. Yeah, yeah. You know, you wouldn't just be messing around. And this is his blog. He's vlogging the uh, Queen's death. Oh, okay, so he's gone on like a pilgrimage to London. To was he of... in the, the big queue to see the? Oh, well, I don't know if he was in the big queue, but we can have a listen. Mm. Um, let's have a listen to him. What he's got to say. Hi. Welcome to the Queen is Dead vlog. My first ever Queen is Dead vlog and possibly my last. So my intention for this particular vlog is to give you the details of the Queen's death. Um, I always quite liked her to be honest with you. Um, Join me here now. The Queen is Dead. 8th of September 2022. Jason, back to the Queen is Dead vlog. And you join me here now on Old Queen Street. Well, she was old. But, um, yeah, 96 good innings. But, uh, as John Lydon said, um, God save the Queen. She ain't no human being. Well, yeah, unfortunately, she, she isn't anymore. Um, but, yeah, no future. Welcome back to the Queen is Dead vlog and you join me now on Buckingham Palace Road and uh, you can see, you know, the world's still turning, Um, life goes on apparently, all these bistros and fancy bars still buzzing, it's uh, yeah, Her Majesty. Welcome back to the uh, the Queen is Dead vlog. Um, so yeah, that was uh, me at Buckingham House on the evening of. Um, I was personally a, quite a big fan of the Queen. I'm not necessarily a royalist, but I liked the Queen herself. I liked the um, you know the perhaps you know maybe misplaced duty that she felt that she had towards the country, but whatever. You know, whatever job that is that she thought she had, I thought she did it well. Um, her husband was a bit of a knobhead, and um, you know, at least the, perhaps you know they'll reunite now if you believe in all that sort of stuff. I don't, but uh, some people do. I think she did um, believe in all sort of that sort of stuff. So at least they're reunited now in her mind. Um, what do you think of that? There was a bit in that that was. Genuinely, really, really funny. What? I, I think it's a uh, joke. I think it's, I think he's trying to be funny. Yeah, it's the bit we said. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't queen. think he's trying to be funny. I think God save the Queen. She ain't no human being. And he went, She's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then no future. That's so funny. That's absolutely amazing. That's a really good joke. 
<laughs> Not anymore. No future. <laughs> There's a few other funny things in there. There was a few, but that was brilliant. That really made me laugh. Um, um, I think he's got to be joking. Yeah, maybe he's a comedy genius. If he is joking, he's genuinely really funny. Yeah. Oh well. I don't I'm really want to call it the Queen is Dead vlog. I think like that's quite funny in it, in yeah. of itself. The Queen is Dead vlog. Um, that weekend was really mad when the Queen died because the- I was just going to say right because I don't know if anyone is listening to this podcast from outside of the UK. Yeah, I think mean, I think there's some people like in America or Canada, or whatever. But like, um, I don't know whether people get this notion like watching. I always wonder about that, like people watching like foreign news. Yes. What they thought it was actually like here, mm. whether people were genuinely like upset, and I didn't see anyone who was actually asked. I mean, you saw on the telly there was a lot of people who had gone to queue up and stuff. It was like mass hysteria. The queue, yeah. but like I didn't, I didn't meet anybody in real life. Genuinely, genuinely who was genuinely upset. bothered at all. Mm. It was just like it. I found it quite interesting because like there seemed you know, to be a bit of a split though. People who thought, so oh yeah, that, never happened before. In well, people thought life. like, oh yeah, queuing up for like t- 10 hours is like yeah. a really good way. To show some sort of respect. Or and something. then other people who just thought it was ridiculous. There wasn't, it, it was, it was just quite black and white. Bonkers, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, it was, I mean, it was, it was strange in the sense of like, was you've never seen that before and yeah. we'll never see it again because we'll probably see Prince Char- King Charles die. Yeah. But it won't be the same because no one will give a shit about that. No. But um, yeah, it was a weird weekend because they cancelled all the sport. Yeah, and there was you put on the telly, there was no adverts. Yeah, and then there was all these like stupid kind of um, things like Morrison's turned down the bleep on the tills. Yeah, yeah, out of respect for out her respect. Majesty. There was loads of that. Like everyone was getting in on the act of like due yes. to re- out of respect for Her Majesty the Queen, we won't be doing this. The whole till bleep thing made me think of you because you used to work in Asda yeah. and you hated the bleep. And did no. you know that you could turn them down? Well, no, but if you could turn down the bleep. I would have been turning it right down. Yeah. But, no. What you... How you turn it down for the Queen? Bleep, bleep. Bleep! The Queen's dead, mate! Show a bit of fucking respect! What you want is it when you when you, when the goods are getting scanned, you want it to make a song? like? Well, that's it. If you could get it, so <laughs> you could choose that if you could sit on your till... What song you want? Uh, and bleep, then you bleep, have to, bleep, all you have to do is scan at the right speed. Tempo. Thing is, yeah. you need to do longer notes. You need to have a pe- pedals on the till. Yeah, like, yeah. A, well, like a church them. organ. You can set them up. <laughs> you need a music degree to work on the tills. <laughs> That'd be fine. <laughs> I'd rather have people who are musically trained. Well, would would you have a drum on it as well? Uh, you'd <laughs> have that attached to the belt, so it's just a regular. Bleep, 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 bleep. I'd be absolutely brilliant. You're having Depeche Mode. Yeah. I'd have popcorn. Like Michelle Jarre. What was it like working? What was it like working in Asda? Uh, imagine what you think it's like sitting on a checkout in the scare Asda for ten hours. Yeah, it was pretty much like that. Was it pretty awful? It's pretty awful. Yeah, I think if I was working in the supermarket, it's I just could... like totally mindless. Like you think, you know, imagine doing that for an hour. All you do is sit there and just it's a constant stream of items which you have to just move across the scanner, and they beep. And then every like minute or so, press total. They give you some money, put it in the till, and you do it. Yeah. Imagine doing that for an hour. Then imagine doing that for ten hours. I reckon if you work every there day, long term, you, you could come up with a little quip or one liner for every product in the shop. And then everyone gets a per- personalized <laughs> little gig with their shop. Yeah, yeah, you probably. Do you reckon could. you could do that? Should I try it on you? you no, see if you can do some. Off but the, top best, of your head. the best, no, <laughs> the best collection of items that I sold um, was to quite a youngish couple yeah um and it was packet of condoms <laughs> pregnancy test <laughs> good order just two items um yeah they got that in the right order yeah well um can i fire some products out of you and just see if you can come you can think of like a, a quip for the comments. you got to think something off top yeah, of okay I'll, I'll come in with my shopping okay right i'll come in with my shopping hiya yeah, okay hi love hiya mate uh just <laughs> pop that on butter oh butter my <laughs> ass <laughs> Uh, I've got some uh, pium puree there. Oh. Somebody's constipated. And some uh, emodium. Oh, someone's got diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got some uh, cornflakes. Crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> some bread. <laughs> Potential yeast infection. <laughs> <laughs> bread. What can you say about bread? Uh, I've got some uh, domestos. Oh, dirty bug. <laughs> What did you call me? <laughs> Sorry, sir. I said you've got a dirty bug. Oh, um, yeah. I think wet you're... wipes. <laughs> dirty wet, bug. Wet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Dirty cock. Thank you, pardon. <laughs> Never mind. No, this is... This, this is funny. Should we carry on? This is funny! <laughs> Keep going! Thanks, Harry James. funny. Um, go on then. A few more. Um, dark chocolate. Oh. <laughs> Someone's earning. Peas above sticks. <laughs> uh, yogurt. Oh, none of that foreign milk. Um, curry powder. <laughs> oh. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy meats. Nan bread. Nan bread. You got any granddad bread? <laughs> you good at this. Duh. Aubergine. Cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> Aubergine. Cucumber. Lettuce. Um, that was good stuff. Lettuce. Lettuce pray. I don't think I could work in a supermarket. I could work on a till. I couldn't work stacking shelves. Uh, I, could, I need to be responding to stuff. I don't think if I was left to my own devices, I don't think I could do it. Yeah, but the stacking shelves would be all right because you like it's basically just like get all that unbox package, all that shit, and get it on the shelf. Like you've got all day. Yes. Um, the worst part about stacking shelves, because I did do a bit of that, is this is not very good content, by the way. It's all right. Um, the worst part about stacking shelves is that when you're on the shop floor, customers just go and ask you for stuff. And when I went to Asda, you weren't allowed to just like... So say, let's do a little role play, right? Yes. I'm stacking shelves. You come up and ask me mm-hmm. for uh, where the jam is, right? And I'll, I'll demonstrate the wrong way and then the right way, okay? Okay. So first time, I'm stacking my shelves. Stack, stack, stack. Stacky, stacky, stack. Stack, 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 stack. <laughs> stacky, stack. Interrupt any time you want. Stack, stack, uh, stack. Can I just get... No, no, you're asking oh. me where the, you can't find the jam. Um, do you know where the stack stack? Do you know where stack. the jam is? Uh, yeah. Okay. So to get to the jam, go down here, take a left, go along to aisle eighteen, go up there on your right, you find the jam. If you hit Nutella, you've gone too far. That's the wrong way of doing it, by the yeah. way. Even though that were good descriptions. <laughs> do it again. Stack. Um, do you know where the shower gel is? Uh, certainly, sir. Let me take you by the hand and ah, lead you to the That's what they tell you to do, is it? Not take them by the hand, mm. actually. Take, grab them by the cock. <laughs> <laughs> Get a hold of them! Drag them! No, uh, you're supposed to show them. Okay. And then, the, furthermore, when they've found it, you're supposed to go, Is there anything else? Anything else you'd like help with today, <laughs> sir? Or madam. Do you know what I really yeah. liked on the last episode when we were trying to do the reverse speech? Oh, yeah. I think it was too long. I really did not like I know, that. but I want you to try it again. I know! <laughs> because I've got a really short one. Okay. And it's just, where's the cue ball going? Right. Okay, so if you could it, try then. that. And then I thought if you could just try saying it a few times in different ways, we'll, get, we'll hit one that sounds good. All right. We, we might that. not, but we'll try. So have you written this out backwards? Or have you written this out phonetically? Yeah, it's phonetically backwards, so... Uh... Just try it a few times. Naiwug. Ayabuok. Ath. Zrew. Right, try it a bit different. Naiwa. <laughs> that was wrong. Naiwug. Ayabok. Ath. Zrew. Naiwug. Ayabok. Ath. Zrew. Try it in the Northern accent. Naiwug. I a book. Ath. Zero. That was good. Should we listen to it? Go on then. Okay. So one of these has got a hit. Nigerian. What? That was quite good. 
The where's was good. Do you where? Do you think you can do it better? Lavo. <laughs> you try it again. It's that. But oh, because <laughs> that's supposed to be cue ball. Yeah. Because it sounds like cobal mm-hmm. or cue. Do you want to try it again? You need to do it a bit faster, I think. It's hard. <laughs> you try it. You see if you can do it. I'll try it. Newug. Oh, God. Newug Labok. Okay. Newug Labok Af Zarao. Newug Labok Af Zaref. Newug Labok Af Zaref. Fowers Fwak Abwal Ruin. Fowers Fwak Abwal Ruin. Fowers Fwak Abwal Ruin. That's quite good. Do it again. Do another one. I'm good at it. You're really good at that. If you keep going soon, you'll be able to say everything backwards. Well, let's do the Conor Langan Memorial Competition. Conor Langan! This is, um, well, again, this is reversed. (laughs) It's a bit annoying. Just play this whole podcast backwards. Just... uh, just guess what this is. Do you know what that is? It's a common phrase. I think I know what it is. What is it? I didn't uh, say it's just for fun though. What? I'll... Well, don't say it. The don't listeners it. can guess what it is. Right, I think I know what it is. Um, i tell you what, though. In terms of correspondence, we didn't have any emails, which oh, is annoying. Fuck it. My fear is that we've heard from everyone who listens. <laughs> yeah, all three of them. Yeah. Um, but, if, you know, if there's any lurkers, it's snookerpodcast at gmail.com. We yeah. would love to hear from you. Ask us anything. But we did have some correspondence, but oh. not in the form of an email. Oh, right. And this is from Mark <clears throat> Riley, long-term support with the podcast. Right. And he sent us in a little voice note, brilliant, oh, yeah. for the podcast. It's much better, really, isn't it? Mm. And uh, he's done a little impression, a good impression. Have mm. a listen to this guy. Hello, lads. Loving the podcast. Thought I'd get in touch and send you a little contribution in between skits. And I thought I'd send you my Alex Higgins impression. Here goes nothing. You can take your snooker and you can stick it up your jacksie. Because I ain't playing your stupid game no more. The question isn't whether Alex Higgins needs snooker. It's whether snooker needs Alex Higgins. And I ain't playing your stupid game no more. Where's the off button? Where's the off button? <laughs> <laughs> what, for Alex Higgins? Um, that's quite a good impression, I think. It is quite good. It's It's slightly... I know he's quite camp, Alex Higgins, yeah. but he's slightly camp. Yeah. Like he's turned the campness up to but the Mark's got quite a good voice for broadcasting, I think. You could hear yeah. him on Radio 4. Hello, lads. <laughs> it's me, Mark. But um, it got me thinking, because I do like impressions. Yes. And uh, I did want, I scrapped a feature. Do you indeed? I, I had an idea for a feature once on the podcast. Yes. And it was, because there's no good John Berger impressions. And I right. thought we'd like do like a search for one. And there's this website called Fiverr, where you pay yeah. people a Fiverr to do stuff. <laughs> but there's quite a lot of impressionists on there. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, We'll just p- keep paying them until we find one who can do it. Yeah, okay. And I thought it just cost too much. Yeah, it cost you a lot. So I just scrapped that idea. But, but I have signed up to this new text-to-speech website, and they've got hundreds of voices. And um, I found one that sounds a bit like John Virgo. All right. Uh, it's like a posh John Virgo. Okay. And I was just messing about trying to get him to say funny stuff. Yeah. It wasn't really working. I was just putting that nonsense in. And then I just went on Wikipedia, British swear words, and I just copy and pasted a few. Yeah. And what came out was absolutely glorious. <laughs> so I want to play it to you. Okay. It's just I was just howling. Let me just find it. It's a bit sweary and a bit blasphemous. So if you're offended by that, please look away now. Just load it up. I'll say he'd bastard, prick, massive, dicky bow, big but screw off, big piss, pissy, big face. God's damn. Hell. Holy shit. Horse shit. I'm in shit. J. Jesus Christ. Jesus fuck. Jesus H. Christ. Jesus Harold Christ. Jesus wept. Jesus Mary and Joseph. K. 
Mikey K. Motherfucker. And P. Prick. Shit. Shit ass. Shite. <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's so good, isn't it? <laughs> I like all the variations on Jesus. Jesus H. Christ. Jesus Harold Christ. Jesus. That does sound like John Virgo, though. A little bit, yeah. Like a posh version. They haven't got the vowel sound quite right. <sighs> but, yeah. If Mark wants to send in his John Virgo... That would be useful, yeah. Um, that, could, that could be a starting point. Send us in John Virgo saying a variety of swear words. Yeah. So, did you say there's a, a, a Wikipedia page called British Swear yeah. Words? Yeah. That's why it kept saying... That's and, why you were hearing yeah, the alphabetical. Diff- yeah. diff- yeah. That's why you were hearing letters. K, K, K. Where have you been this morning? I've been to Yellow Submarine. Child's party. Child's party. Was there um, bottomless squash? It's safe. It's safe. <laughs> it was quite tight on the slide. Um, it's safer than topless darts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was fine. It was all right. I've been to parties there, and the little rooms they put you in, the music is too loud. Yeah, we didn't go in it. We went in that no. room. There wasn't that many. Of us, Just running around like, like nutters. Yeah. Um, it gets horrifically busy, isn't it? It does, yeah. I mean, on a Saturday. I'm sure it's like this, up and down the country, there'll be soft plays or equivalent to it, but it gets yeah. very, very busy. Yeah. Um, hellish places, soft places. Hell, hell! Jesus Christ! Jesus wept! Jesus H Christ! Jesus Harold Christ! Um, it was that his middle name, Harold? <laughs> um, do you know? Do you know we were talking about that blog that reviewed us? Well, gave us a little line in there. The German one. Yeah. That's not funny. <laughs> Well, um, I went back on it and read it properly, and yeah. they were actually quite scathing to a lot of the other ones. Ah. And it was basically just eulogising about talking snooker, that podcast. Ah, rubbish. That and um, this is what she said about... Well, this line was quite funny, what she said about talking snooker, the top so line. Is that same one? The same German one? Yeah. The naturalness with which the two of our talk about women is very pleasant. I thought that was quite a funny line. But then the next line is what she said about Sean Murphy's podcast, which I thought was a bit harsh. The 147 podcast is a newcomer from last year. Sure nags, scolds, and bitches for 147 <laughs> seconds in each episode about things that annoy him. <laughs> is that all it is? 147 seconds? Yeah. That's what he... Yeah. No, just that part, that feature. Oh, right. But okay. what's funny as well is... Also, so the, the blog post was about talking to and how much she loves it and she went onto Twitter and tweeted them and they retweeted saying oh, like, we've had a lovely review mm. and then underneath, underneath that she went yes but you do sound like you're recording in a tin cab <laughs> <laughs> well no one can attack our production values <laughs> top notch mate pretty low we're recording in a, in a soundproof booth Can I tell you about something that's come, like in my head quite a lot? Yeah. Is it okay for the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um So Go on. You know I know I, I always remember the adverts. Yes. Right. There's an advert and it's probably from the mid nineties. Yes. I'm gonna say ninety six. I'm gonna say ninety six. And in it this advert, right, it's somewhere Mediterranean, nice and sunny, like a marina, maybe Monaco. Yeah. Okay. Fella walking along the harbour, lots of boats, yachts. And he walks alongside a yacht, and there's a woman sitting on a like a deck chair on the back of the yacht. Yeah. And what he says to her is, um, "Ah, I see you like the really rich." Ah. Sexism implied there because the implication is it's not her boat. She yeah. just found a rich man who's gonna let her on a boat. I see you like the really rich, which is weird, but the reply she gives is even weirder. And bear in mind, this is the advert. She replies. I like Kenko really rich. Ah, yeah. And it's an advert for Kenko really rich. But I don't think every it's that time old, I make it? a cup of coffee, because we have Kenko coffee at work, yeah. and I always say it in my head, I like Kenko really rich. <laughs> I'm Dirty Brian. I'm Dirty Brian, and I like Kenko really rich. But I think that's such, like, the fact that people sat down and wrote that script out. Yeah. So a man will say, I see you like the really rich, and you will reply, I like Kenko really rich. I think um, it's not that old, that it? Well, I don't think it's 90s, but yeah, it's a... It, whatever, I, I but see it's your point, old. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's a funny what's thing your, to say. What's your favourite advert? Uh, I remember this one with Katie Hill, advertising toothpaste, and she tells the viewer to lick their teeth to see if it's rough. Which I always thought was quite amusing. They couldn't help licking my teeth when she was, when it was on. Come on, lick your teeth. Feel rough today. <laughs> yeah, the toothbrush one. Come on, lick your teeth. Lick your teeth. Feel rough. I can't help but lick my teeth when she says Feel rough, do you? <laughs> hey! You've been drinking. Been out of sauce, have you? <laughs> Go on. Lick Feel your, rough. Lick your teeth. Go on. Lick your teeth. Wasn't there a medicine one? Like a, some kind of jingle that got stuck in your head? Medicine? Oh, that's that's from a couple of years ago, the antibiotics song. Do you remember that song? Antibiotics <laughs> were wonderful pills. But don't ever think we'll solve all of you. It's a really good song. <laughs> Sounds like uh, Ian Jury and the Blockheads. So if you ever feel a bit under the weather, don't always think we can make you better. Do you want me to do the whole song? Yeah. <laughs> Take us for the wrong thing. That's not very wise to do. When you really need us, we could stop working for you. So please don't end up paying the price. Always take your doctor's advice. It's good. <laughs> yes, that's my favourite song from an advert, the antibiotic song. How did you get on in Skegness, by the way? Uh, yeah, did you play snooker again? No, oh. didn't this time. Um, did you go on the grabbers? Did you yeah, go on the grabbers? the grabbers, actually. We found one grabber that was malfunctioned, which is paying out every time. Whoa! Um, That's the dream. Yeah. So, um, the family that we were with, their little girl's birthday party was coming up soon afterwards. Huh. So, uh, we won about 20 of these little um, fluffy Whoa. things. Everyone, every time at the party got one. When we used to go... Amazing. When we used to go to arcades as a kid. Do you know, because, like, basically... The claw goes loose, doesn't it? Yeah, and then yeah. occasionally it'll pop properly yeah. grab it. And we, if we were on it, my mum would just shout, It goes limp! It goes limp! Your father would know all about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a Pam, will you leave it? It goes limp! Like like she'd, like she'd um, oh. uncovered the sort of secret. Yeah. Oh, it goes limp. <laughs> it goes limp. But yeah, I do like, like a grabber. Yeah. I know you're obsessed with it. It goes limp! I do like a good grabber. I like the penny, uh, the penny, what do you call it? Falls. Tuppy Falls. Very good. In Blackpool. What? In Blackpool? Yeah. We were desperate in Blackpool for fat willies. You know, the um, oh, surf, yeah, surf, surf gear. Well, we just wanted... <laughs> we were desperate in Blackpool for fat willies. <laughs> I should rephrase that. That should be the title. There was the one year where we, we... I don't know if it was like a, a big craze, but we wanted fat willies. <laughs> as kids we really wanted it yeah and we got Fat Willy's hoodies and like we were just yeah, absolutely yeah. buzzing off it was that yeah. a thing or was it just it was a thing yeah like a brand all, that people wanted late night I remember there being a lot of car stickers Fat Willy's Fat Willy's they had, yeah. the, they had a proper like um, shop in Blackpool yeah and uh, I just, it just blew our tiny Willy's <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that like in the, the 90s early 2000s was like a I might get a Fat Willy's hoodie risque yeah. do you want me to have a look on eBay now get me a Fat Willy's hoodie let's see if I can find one for you live eBaying um, Fat Willy's Surfshack Fat Willy's Fat Willy's Surfshack um, I can get you a tie-dye vest brand new £10 yeah men's hoodie XL can we listen to some... £10.50. Great, I love it. Boom. If I told you about when I got asked if I would bum John Major for a Zena. What? <laughs> Was this a job interview? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a job interview. I don't believe you. Uh, no, it wasn't a job interview. <laughs> it was when I was at primary school. Okay. And someone said to me, would you bum John Major for a turn? Uh, yeah. Was his and teacher? Two things. <laughs> the head teacher. Um, um, two things. One, for a child at primary school, £10 is quite a lot of money. It is. Two, didn't know what bumming meant. You didn't have to do it. Didn't actually have to do it. Tenor was there. But I, I thought it meant just like touching bums. Yeah. Boop, bum. So Did I said, yeah. Did you get the money? How foolish I felt. That's what I found out what I'd agreed to. And when I finally met John Major, yes. I'd made a solemn vow, hadn't I? So. Should we choose a... Um, I had to bum him. Should we... 
Should we choose a pseudonym for me out of my book? Uh, yeah, go on. Okay. Oh, sounds like, that sounded heavy, that book. We decided you're going to be David Dirks. David Dirks. Dirks! So this is a book. Um, this book's well-thumbed, that. This guy's basically gone through loads of old census records, going back, like, thousands of years, and he's... You know, psych- you did say at the top of the show if we get to I know. The book, we've run out of material. I know, but I think it's good about- the podcast. I think uh, it's it's just there. I'm going to pick a name for myself. Can I pick one for you? Let me just. Can I just give you a selection? You can choose. No, no. Let me pick one first. No, no. Let me. Let me. Let me just talk about it first. <sighs> so this guy's basically gone through all the census records, going back thousands of years, even to like Indian tribes and stuff. Thousands of years. Yeah, basically. Bullshit. Well, Bullshit. it goes back a long time. Someone like uh, anyway. Uh, Picked out all the unfortunate names and and compiled them in a book. Yes. So I'll pick one for myself. There's a guy born in uh, Lone Oak, Missouri in 1930 called Belen Coquella. Belen Coquella. That would work, wouldn't it? There's a guy born in Kohlberg, Prussia in 1881. Dickass. Dickass. Right, let me... You can pick one for me. Okay. <laughs> Lesbia. Will Bumass. Charles Bumboy. Milk your bumhole! That's a good one. Milky Bumhole. No, Melchior Bumhole. Melchior Bumhole. Nancy Bummer. <laughs> right. Willie Yorin. Willie Yorin. That's perfect for me. Willie Yorin. Where was he born? Uh, California. Mm-hmm. No, no. Willie Yorin. Fanny Wet Night. Shitty Strange. <laughs> Shitty Strange? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> this is a good one. Latrine Topping. <laughs> from, the scum off from the top. Warrington, that one. From Warrington. Le- what born year? Warrington, Lancashire, 1871. Could still be alive. In 1871? Could be. Should be 150. <laughs> just about. No. Yeah. Definitely not just about. Well, his son could be alive. Yeah. You could bump into him in Warrington. Hey, was your dad latrine topping? <laughs> Do I recognise you? It's Johnny Topping. <laughs> I knew she I used to know your dad latrine. It would be a, a woman today, wouldn't it, latrine? Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, Dick Sprinkles. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Um, <laughs> Jesus urine. <laughs> Jesus H. Christ. Jesus urine. Jesus. <laughs> that was a good one. It's born in uh, China called Ah Shit. Uh, ah Shit. <laughs> that should be your name. That's what people say when I'm coming. Ah <laughs> oh, Shit, here he is. <laughs> this could be a, a good feature to carry on, I think. Joe Blob. Just <laughs> <laughs> your average Joe Blobs. <laughs> your average Joe Blob. Um my mum, when she was a child, lived with someone called Brian Lange, which I think is good. Your nan had a friend called Ophelia. Oh, Ophelia Dickey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she could be in the book she somewhere. Could be, she might be in the book. Ophelia, Ophelia Dickey. Dickey. Hey, it's Latrine. <laughs> Latrine topping! 